Welcome to the 150K Podcast, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Have you ever had a dream of being successful, living a life you love? If so, this podcast is for you. From practical applications to tools to help you level up, I am going to open up my network of success so that you can achieve your life by design. So sit back, grab your pen, and get ready to level up. Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have with me Ian Inman of Operation Life. Now, this is actually a group I'm in, um, but I'm going to let Ian tell you a little bit more about it. I met you actually through Eric Allen, which is a good friend of mine. I've known him for probably about, crap, four years now. Great dude. But Ian, tell people a little bit about what you do, what Operation Life is, and a little bit of your background, because I know your story is pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on the show, man. I truly appreciate it. Always love having a uh, opportunity to tell my story and speak all the great things Jesus has done for me. Um, Operation Life. So the whole principle behind it is helping men turn their trials into triumphs. Um, that's kind of the tagline, right? But re- really what we're here to do is uplift each other and hold each other accountable. So this is a Christian men's group for Christian uh male entrepreneurs. We are going to be, I'm literally putting out in the universe on every time I get this platform, we are going to be the largest Christian entrepreneur club in the world. Um, And the whole principle behind that is, man, we just want to encourage each other and uplift each other. And that goes because of what I just overcame in my past. Um, You're asking a little bit about my backstory. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of the, the rise and fall and rise again, where when I fell, like, man, I have struggled with, you know, my mom was an alcoholic and, and, you know, caused so much torment early on in life uh, because of that. Had to deal with that transition. I ran away from home, went states away, uh, couch surfing, you know, doing and selling drugs to then joining the army, becoming a best warrior and, you know, absolutely dominating the army to then becoming egotistical and prideful and greedy and entrepreneurship, you know, was making a bunch of money, casted everyone away. Uh, and then all of a sudden I found Jesus and that was where everything started to change. And there had been numerous things. There had been four separate times that I almost died leading up to this moment. Um, and it was on the fourth and final time that I almost died this last April where I was like, you know what, I'm going to listen now. I understand it. And then I reached out to Eric, Eric and I've been friends for years. And, uh, I was like, dude, I want to help entrepreneurs avoid the pitfalls that I just went through. And man, when you start placing God first, your family first, and all of these other incredible relationships around you first in your life, everything else falls into place, but it's keeping centered on God and then taking care of the people around you. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think a lot of times, especially in the groups that we're in, so like I've been in sales for 16 years in an entrepreneurial space for about a year and a half, but it's still the same concept. Everyone gets caught up in that grind, in that hustle, in that me, 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 or get, 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 or prove, prove, prove. And I think we lose sight of the fact that we need help. We need community. We need some. Like I, I, I did a post about the group because like when Eric invited me, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll try it out. Oh, yeah. I just want to support. I'm like, holy crap. This isn't me helping out. This was for me. And I was like, I think that as men, we have a hard time. We run into that because we're not used to, especially in America, we have that rugged individualism. I can do it all on my own. And we really can't. Well, and so, I mean, there's, there's another piece of that too, right? Which is when nowadays right now with all these online coaches out there, a lot of people join these groups and think that, you know, I have to be the student. And if you get an alpha type guy, he's going to be like, I don't need you to lead me, but that you're entirely missing what this is about, where it's more of a mastermind feel, which Mm -hmm. is everybody's bringing their strengths and strengthening the group. I mean, you've already seen it. We've had to remove two people from the group. Eric and I gave them their money back, said, you're not a good fit for us. Yep. 
you know, sorry, so, sorry, but you know, we are here to defend the group. And that means I will remove anyone who's not a good fit. If you take more than you give, if you disrespect the group, if you can't celebrate the wins of others, you're not a good fit for us. We want growth minded people that are willing to put their own needs aside for the moment to help someone else, because they know that whenever you help the group, the group's then going to help you when you need it too. Yeah. Well, that's how men have grown forever. We grew with community. We grew with doing things together, with building each other up. And, and that's something that I just love about that. And I think let's talk a little bit about this because, I mean, we definitely are in a men's group. But let's talk about the power of community and how that's helped you. Because, again, you had a brother that reached out to you when you hit rock bottom. You reached out to Eric because you had that connection. So talk a little bit about how that helps people. So I just want to correct a little bit of that too. So when I hit rock bottom, I didn't have anyone like Eric was still in my life at the time, but that was the last good relationship I had. And knowing that I had burned every other relationship around me to mm -hmm. include my wife and I had divorce papers signed and on the table, she'd already packed her bags and moved out. I didn't have anyone to go to, but my dad and Eric, and I wasn't about to burn those bridges either by t calling them yeah. in my time of need. Cause I was so low. I was like, no one even wants to hear my problems. Um, and so that, that's the, the principle that I don't want anybody to get to that low again. And so like, I am so unapologetic about my faith now because I understand that the things that Jesus has done for me. And it is, it is amazing when you start adding community back in, because as I start to bring more people into this community, it's you guys that are going out and sharing the word about it saying, Hey, Ian and Eric are legit. Operation Life is legit. This is not just about the profits, as you guys have seen. And that is spreading faster than any marketing dollars could. And so I think that's the power of community is that if you want your community to grow, go out there and actually show them that I am here to get results. I'm here because this is about purpose. And as soon as you are focused on the, on the results and purpose of every single member in the group and you defend it, they're going to go out and they're going to send you referrals and it, it grows on its own. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's almost a backwards kingdom, but I like it. You give first and it comes back to you instead of just trying to take. And in this culture of sales and entrepreneurship, it's normally people are trying to take. But I think the key that people forget is relationships beats everything else. If people know you care and love them and see and hear them, they're going to move with you. They're going to be excited about it. Well, and people want to be understood too. Like that's one of the biggest things is whenever I reach out to someone that wants to join this group, almost every single person has come back and said, well, what can it do for me? Mm -hmm. And so it's that self-centeredness of, you know, in that moment, a hundred percent agree. You're about to spend money to join a group instinctively, like just out of instinct, you know, that you want to, Hey, what am I going to get out of this? What's my ROI, my return on investment, yeah. which is understandable. But it's realizing that the power of the group, this is not like any other groups out there. And it's about, I'm a perfect example. And I don't want to say names just because I haven't gotten the permission from them. Um, but you got to see it live, right? We had a live coaching call. One of the newest members of our group came on. Uh, and this guy, the first thing he said is, you know, how do I know that this is going to be worth it? And I was like, you don't. I was like, that's the beauty of it. You're going to have to yep. give this a shot and just, just trust that I'm the one that's going to be able to help you. His very first call he was able to link up with someone who had access to, you know, 30 years plus of being in a giant supplement store and said, mm -hmm. I can help you expand and grow your business. That to me, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, because now it's not just me having to deliver everything. And so it takes the onus off of, you know, Eric and I are the ones that's going to do everything for you. It, it really enhances the community atmosphere because now it's all of us are giving to each other. And that is the power of what you're buying into. And unless you hear that from somebody that you know and trust, it's really hard for me to go out and say, hey, here's what we're doing here. Because it, it's just uncommon. Not a lot of groups are doing that right now. No, most of the groups have a, I'll just say this way, they have a prima donna that's in charge and you had to listen to what they do and follow their rules and do their thing or you get kicked out. And it's, 
there's there's very few groups that are set up like this is, but this is community. This is kind of like how the early church was. This is kind of like how it's supposed to be. But you guys are also real and authentic. And I like that because a lot of times you get, and I'll just say, because I've been in Christian circles for a long time, you get the super spiritual Christian person, but they're not authentic. It's just their little front. Or you get the, I'm going to swear, cuss, do all this because I have freedom person. In reality, you need a balance of both and just to be genuine and real. So, so I like that aspect for sure. And I find that so fascinating too, because the, the hyper spiritual people, that was why I ran away from my faith to begin with. I was raised Christian. And even to this day, you've heard me say what five times on this, on the show so far, I've given my life to Jesus. He is the center of what I do, but here's the thing that doesn't, that also means that because I renounced my faith with him and went back out in the world to try and do it all on my own, I got to see it all of the things that I hated about quote unquote Christianity and pick any of your denominations. Mm -hmm. I don't believe I have to go to someone to a human to ask for forgiveness to, for, for God. That's a relationship between me and him. Yep. I don't believe that I have to go out and condemn others and tell them that they're going to hell. That's right. not my job. I'm not nope. the one that's judging. I'm here to show love and say, Hey, you know what? I'm accepting you for who you are because your sin is not any greater than mine. If I look at who I was a year ago, I shouldn't have had any of these opportunities I've had in the, in the past six months. And that is what I think is so, so amazing about the grace of Jesus is that your, your sins are washed clean. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what you think that you've done. I don't care what people are saying that you've done. Welcome to our group. If this is the path you want to hop on and you understand that we are talking about our faith and we are going to grow in faith, business, and life together, mm -hmm. join this journey. Yeah. Well, and it, it's that connection and meeting people where they're at. And I loved what you mm -hmm. said there. It's not your job to change them. Your job is to sign your life. Your job is Absolutely. to tell them your, you know, where you're at in life with what's working for you, and that's it. You don't have that whole. It takes the pressure off, really. Well, and I think that's the the interesting part for me of seeing these these people that go out and uh, proclaim, you know, I'm a Christian, and they're the ones going in and absolutely just swearing and going crazy, right? Like, not my place to judge. That is their walk. That's something they're going to have to deal with. But here's my thing. I have been in the military. I've won five best warrior competitions, two special force commando competitions. I've been around the baddest of the bad, the Green Berets, and was in their unit, um, airborne, air assault, like you name it. I have done a lot of incredible stuff in the army. And I would like to go out and, and say that I am on that. I am leaning towards the alpha side. Now, granted, I'm not going to go out and be like, oh, I'm an alpha. Like, I don't, I hate no. guys that do that. Right. But just saying for, for this sake of this conversation, I'm not going to come out and swear at you if I want you to do something. I have learned other leadership tactics to mm -hmm. be able to persuade a group without having to drop an F-bomb every 30 seconds to try and look tough. Because we all know the toughest leaders are not the ones who are swearing and leading by fear. So no. like that's, that's the approach I, I've learned from the military. And that's where I'm trying to transition now and figure out the civilian leadership in bringing that intensity, but without the vulgarness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it, it's one of those things. I think a lot of the times men will do this for sure. We'll project, oh, I got to do this to be cool or, oh, I need to act like I'm tough. Or like you mentioned, I'm very alpha, but I will never go out and say I'm an alpha male that if you're saying that you're not like 100%. literally, if I have to tell you I'm something, I'm not that I'm not. Cause I'm not like, it would be like, I'm an NFL football player. There's no, I'm not, I can say it all day long. It's not going to happen. Well, that's why I hate labels, right? And I, I've talked to uh, some of the business coaches that I've hired and they're like, oh, you know, on your Instagram bio, you need to have this, this, and this. And, you know, in your uh, a bio about page on your website, you need to have it uh, listing out like this. Dude, I don't care anymore. Like it's one of those, the more 
the more money that I've made, when I closed a $20,000 day, for me, I was like, that was the day when I looked around and I was, I wanted to celebrate, but I realized my wife was gone and my friends were gone. My family was gone. Mm -hmm. And my employees and all the, the freelancers I was working with too, were just like, yeah, dude, you're not a like, we don't want to work for you anymore. To me, that was such a life altering moment where I went, it's not about quote unquote CEO on a business card. I don't right. care what your title is in your business. I don't care what the title is on your Instagram bio. What I care about is who are you at the core? What is your character? Because that's going to tell me how far you're going to make it on this journey with me. Yeah. And I think that's key. It's, it's, becoming the person you need to be being comfortable in your own skin and just loving well like mm -hmm. it's simple and we try to make it so hard and that's i think the biggest thing that i've learned in my entrepreneurial journey in my sales process and you mentioned something there that i think is key a lot of guys that are very driven they get to that mountain and realize it's just money it can buy me so much once you get to a certain level you can only buy so many cars you can only do so many trips you can only do so much what impact are you leaving now who are you helping now? What are you doing now? Because if you make 150000 you're in top 10% of income earners in the world. Yeah. I don't care. You can get a Lambo, you can get whatever you want. Build your life by design. That's great. But who are you helping? Who are you impacting? Who are you loving? I think that for me now, being in, being in sales and being in business this long, that's where I'm at. And I've been the guy that was like, oh, I got to make this amount and do that. And I've been where you're at where you're like, you make the $20,000 check or the $30,000. You're like, what now? relationships, man, hundred percent relationships are always better. When I believe it's uh Matthew eight thirty six, for what does it profit a man to gain the whole world, but sacrifice his soul. That one verse has changed so much of my perspective on the world because that was who I used to be. Mm -hmm. And so learning that I was like, man, this is, there is so much more to life than just the money. And don't get me wrong. I am still out there grinding and hustling. And I will have the mega success that I want. Right. Mm -hmm but I'm not going to sacrifice my values or my morals anymore to obtain it. And I'm perfectly fine with, if I want to make a hundred million dollars, if that is my goal, that's fine. As long as I do it in a way that honors God and yeah. my, and my family and, you know, the, the people around me are saying you're doing this ethically in the right way. If I can't do that, I'm settling at 500,000, a million, whatever that number is, I will figure out where I'm peaking because I promise you, if I can make it to 500,000 with the morals and ethics in line and in order in a way that honors God, I'm going to be re rewarded because he who has more is given mm -hmm. and I will ultimately be able to continue growing that. So yeah. I think that's one of the, the hardest things to understand in the beginning is you have to give if you want to receive. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it's the key. If you look through the entire Bible, if you look through movies and television and these ideas of what rich people are it's not true i've been in rooms with millionaires and they act way differently than the greedy businessmen you see portrayed or the little labels people put on and most people i know that have been successful are givers like they literally are and you mentioned something though now that you are to the point where your heart is right when you get the money you're able to use it for what you need it to be instead of it being stuck in the well i have to do this and just hoard it for me Yep. Absolutely. So what's next for this? Like, I know we're at the beginning of the journey of Operation Life. I know there's some stuff coming up. I don't know if you want to release it on here or not. So that's up to you. Um, but I know like you're building the group. It's going to be the biggest group. And uh, but what, what what's coming up for you guys soon? So it's it's a shift in my mindset um, that, that I want to address this with that for the first time, I have the far-sighted goal of we are going to be the largest Christian entrepreneurs club in the world. 
that's that's what I that's what I'm chasing right now. So as far as what's next, right now up on the horizon, we have the Rise Global Conference, um, and so that's what we're telling uh, or telling you guys all in the group, right? We have six incredible guest speakers that are world class speakers. Uh, a couple of them were actually the most sought after speakers in 2022, um, and all of them are volunteering their time to come and be a part of this event because they absolutely love what we're about and what we're doing. So that that has been incredible. That's what's next for us right now. Once we finish that event, then we'll figure out what the next thing is. So right now we're doing it one block at a time. I don't want to get two years down the road and tell you, hey, here's what we're striving for. Right now, all I know is God's put it on our heart. This is what you're going to do. And I'm going to attack it with everything I have, put my heart and soul into it. And when it's over, we move on to the next objective. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because it's all about doing what you're supposed to do. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we get so caught up in having everything planned out, but a lot of it is the fuzzy vision, a fuzzy dream that you're going toward. You know, where I'm at now, I wasn't this, I didn't ever think I'd have a podcast. I never thought I would do sales coaching. Never thought I would do any of it. I was a top sales guy. I was happy we were doing things. And then all of a sudden it just, and I think a lot of times we need to leave room open for things to change. And sometimes we have the rock bottom hits like you did. And sometimes we get to the point where like, I have this, but it's not enough. Who can I help? And, and I, and I love that about you guys. So Let's do this. Where can well let's let's do this. Where can people find you? Because I'm just gonna do that in the middle. That way, if they're wondering about the event or any of that type of stuff, you know, you can they can click real quick. Yeah. So for the Rise Global Conference, it's Rise so R-I-S-E, Rise Global Conference.com. Um, go ahead and sign up and register there. We have speakers such as Ira, Ira Davis, Jim the Rookie Morris, Kelly Cardenas, Craig Siegel, and then the other two are being announced here shortly. Um, one of them though, that I'm trying for, he, uh, he's the CEO and was running a, uh, $2 billion company. So a huge name. Um, but anyways, that'll be released later. That's the rise global conference, riseglobal.com. You can find me on Instagram or any of the social media platforms at the Ian Inman, I A N I N M A N. Um, and then you can find operation life on any of the platforms at operation life HQ or OperationLife.com. No, that's awesome. And yeah, Kelly's a friend of mine. I love him. He is a great dude. I don't know. Have you met Kelly before? No, him and I were talking on uh, Instagram, actually, because Eric was the one that coordinated him coming to be a speaker. And so mm-hmm. I just reached out to be like, hey, man, you know, thank you for uh, for volunteering your time, like genuinely appreciate it. And his response was like probably in the top five or 10 most genuine and real responses I've ever gotten from someone where yeah. I felt it. You know how when you receive messages from someone that you mm-hmm. just feel the, the energy behind it? I was like, dude. This guy is a freaking champion. Yeah. And all the people you mentioned are great, but like, I know Kelly, I love him. He is a great dude. That's why I was just wondering if you had met him. He's like I said, he's, he's pretty cool. Not yet. I'm so eager to meet him though. Now that's cool. So let's talk a little bit more. Cause this is about, um, breaking the six figure barrier and you've done that with different things. So for entrepreneurs that are out there, maybe sales professionals that are just starting out. Cause I think that's a lot of my audience. What tips or tools haven't we talked about that maybe that you could give them to get to that level or to start going toward it? So one of the things that I always start with, um, and this is one of the things that I teach in one of my other groups that I, I was coaching, right? Is you pick one product, you pick one, one industry, um, one group of people to target to, and that's what you focus on. And you do it all on one platform in the beginning. It, simplify it as much as possible. So one of the things that I've learned throughout my experience of growing businesses is you have to start and be consistent in the beginning with one thing and do that one thing very well. It sounds crazy to niche down and pick one audience, 
but the more micro niche you get, that's your foundation, that's your base. So it's not just enough to say, hey, we help entrepreneurs. It's we are helping Christian men, podcasting entrepreneurs, maybe even to this geographical area or this age group, like mm -hmm. fine tune it down to who exactly are we helping them? What are we helping them with? And here's the, here's a key on that too. You cannot help someone with something that you have not done yourself. Right. So I personally do not think you're going to get to six figures. If you were, if you just read a book about something and you're like, cool, I've got it. I'm going to go try and help them. You may yeah. be able to make a slight impact, but you're not going to find success. So focus on something that you have actually overcome and, and go out and help people with that. Don't worry about the, don't worry about the how all you need to know is the why I was struggling in life. I don't want other people to go through the same pitfalls that I had. And I want to introduce them to Jesus so they can say, Hey, you know what? I don't necessarily understand this, but that's not my place. The Holy Spirit's going to come in and do that. Right. That is the path. So one product, one group of people, one platform, market it to them. And that's going to get them to that six figures. Once you get to that, then you can start expanding and moving outward, but we get too distracted. Mm -hmm. and so like if, if you start a web design company, I'll speak for myself. I started with web design. Then I was like, oh, well, how do you market the website? So then I started doing marketing. And then I was like, oh, you know, social media marketing, because I can yep, do that. Yep. And it just slowly started spreading out. And that's when I noticed that the revenue started to slow down. But mm -hmm. whenever I fine-tuned it back and was like, all I'm doing is websites right now, then it started skyrocketing again. Yeah, because you can win on depth. You can't win on width. There's always been someone that has more money. There's always been someone that has more of a marketing budget or a different expand and all. But if you go deep, you can find your niche audience. Like my ideal avatar, whatever term you want to use for it, it's, I see it as a dad. Cause when I got to the place where I was making over hundred K multiple years, I'm like, I want to help other dads do that. You know, they have kids and want to take their kids to Disney or want to take their wife to Hawaii. And I got to do that. I'm like, well, crap, I know how to get them to here. Like you said, I have a yeah. skill set to help you get to here. I'm not saying that my skill set will get you to a million yet. Cause I haven't gotten to a million yet in one year. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's just learning that process. So I love that. What other, what other words of wisdom, thoughts that you want to leave with our audience before we let you go? Yeah, so I mean, some of the things that, uh, I mean, if you're cool with it, man, I can give a little bit more on my backstory. Because um, sure. that's one thing that on all the platforms I'm, I, I would, I'm speaking on right now, I want the chance to be able to talk about my backstory because that shows the depth of, it's, it's easy to look at me now, go to my website, read the about page and be like, oh man, this dude's a killer, right? until you look at what I went through and realize that we are all just as broken and defeated. We're just going along this life and just trying to figure it out as we go. Mm -hmm. And so like, not just judging a book by the cover, um, starting with, I mean, dude, I was talking about when my mom was an alcoholic, right? Before that, she was an incredible mom. Like one of the best, I would say best moms out there. Like she loved me, took care of me. Then she started drinking. And then that's when everything turned south. From there, I was I went off and you know started selling drugs, started doing drugs, living out uh, couch surfing up in Minnesota, and living a terrible life there. My dad calls me one night and says, "Hey, do you want to come back?" He gave me the opportunity, and that's something that I don't really hit on a lot when I'm I'm talking about my backstory. That for this specific audience, I, I think is beneficial and helpful because mm -hmm. a lot of these these good salesmen will say they don't want to accept handouts. They're like, "Nope, I'm going to figure it out. I'm a hard charger. I'm going to go out there and <laughs> yep. I'm going to get it." It is okay to accept a handout because I wouldn't have achieved anything that I've achieved in the past 10 years if it wasn't for my dad that one night saying, are you done wasting your life? Mm -hmm. And then it took me to say yes. I said yes. I went home, got my high school diploma, joined the army, and then went and got all my army accomplishments. But it didn't start there. When I joined, it was about redemption. I just wanted to be able to overcome the previous life that I lived and, and be proud of myself, have my dad be proud of me, and be like, I, I have overcome that past life. In all of that, though, I started realizing that, 
dude, if you just try 10% more than the person to the left and right of you, you're going to be a rock star. Yeah. If you give 50%, you are going to be a poster child. And if you just stay at a hundred percent and you are just absolutely getting after it, dude, there's nothing, absolutely nothing that can stand in your way. And one of the verses that really stands out to me on that is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He doesn't say some things, he says all things. Mm -hmm. And so it was in that rise is when I started to realize that I really could accomplish anything I wanted to. And then that's where all of a sudden it, it led me into that terrible mindset shift of, well, if I'm a rock star in the army, I can be a rock star in entrepreneurship because I've maxed out the army and I got bored here. So let mm -hmm. me start a business again. Let me go back to entrepreneurship and start there. And that was where a lot of that, the, the pride, the ego, the lust, the greed, all of that slipped in because I wasn't deeply rooted in my faith. I didn't have a good circle around me to, to keep me in check. I was drinking and partying and just going wild. And so it's no wonder I fell off that ledge. And yeah. so for everyone who's listening right now, if you guys are starting to go through that, if you're selling a product that you don't believe in, if you're doing stuff that's unethical or immoral, you have to stop that. And it's mm -hmm. as simple as literally you can, we call it cut sling load, right? Like save the helicopter and drop whatever it's towing underneath it. Just cut sling load, let it fall to the earth and crash because you've saved the helicopter and the crew. Save yep. your life. Don't worry about the material things around you. I don't care if you're declaring bankruptcy. I don't care what it takes because I promise you when you hit that reset button, everyone around you is going to see that and go, okay maybe he or she is going to get back on the right path and they're going to be able to get after it again. But you can't get after it if you're continually doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. It, it, it's, you, you, you hit the, the nail on the head with most entrepreneurs and most sales professionals. We are very rugged individuals. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to grind. I'm going to do this. I'm just going to keep going and keep going. But again, it's, we're circling back. It comes back to having a community around you of people that can call you out when you're messing up but also lift you up when you need help. And I think that's a key, especially for men. Cause like, well, and, it, and it's taken a step back too, and realizing that, be, so the, 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 uh, the saying fire and forget, or just pull the trigger. Well, one of the books I'm reading by TD Jakes right now, it's talking about what are, what are you aiming at? What kind of weapon are you using? What kind of ammo are you using? What's beyond the target? Like all of the things that if you're actually shooting a gun, you care about knowing. Mm -hmm. We don't ever take that into consideration. So we go, hey, we've got an opportunity right in front of us. Let's attack it with everything we've got. But we don't take time to slow down, reflect on it. Is this a good opportunity? Is it something that we should maybe pray about or talk to someone about? And so whenever we're always attacking the shiny object in front of us, we're never going to make headway. And so it's understanding that you have to slow down and take time to reflect. And for me, it's prayer. I go to straight to prayer mm -hmm. first. And until I get that good feeling, if I don't get a good feeling, I don't pursue it. If I get that good feeling, I will ask a second person, just an opinion, not yep. always, but if, I, if I'm if i still unsure, I will ask a Christian person that I trust in that has my best interest, another key element there. And if they, if they double tap it with me and say, yes, this is a good idea, then we pursue it. And so it's not just saying I'm a hard charger, but also understanding everything else that goes into making that decision. Yeah. One is having someone else. I love that you said that, you know. First, prayer. That's huge. It's important. You want to make sure that's connected there, but also having a second person that you trust and know be there because they may see something that you have a blind spot in. Maybe you think this is great, but like, hey, did you consider this? Did you think about that? And that's key, especially in business and life in general, because if you can avoid the landmines, like you said, it's a lot better than if you have to go all the way to rock bottom and then rebuild. You know, we want to help you not hit those landmines if we can. Um, if you do, we're still here to help you out. But I, I think that's that's huge. Well, and having the wrong people in your uh, in your inner circle too can be just as catastrophic because if you have an idea and it's still in the idea phase, 
That means you haven't acted on it. It's something that's just now starting to peak. But if I give it to the wrong person, they can say, no, that's stupid. And it will mm -hmm. never make headway because they just planted that seed of doubt. And I go, okay, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe they thought of something that I didn't. You don't pursue it. But what if that was your ticket? And now you just gave it to someone who should not have had it. And so that's the other thing too, is understanding who you give these ideas to yeah. when you launch them and when you share them. It's like when you asked me earlier, what's on the horizon? Don't get me wrong. I am great at forecasting and strategizing and planning, but I'm not going to reveal that. And I'm doing one at a time because it's like mm -hmm. you said, I have to be willing to adjust fire. And if I tell you, Hey, we're doing these three big things, but something shifts after the first one. Now it's harder for me to go back because it's recorded live. And yep. now I feel like I'm obligated to do the second and third thing. Whereas if I don't do them, it might be more rewarding. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And it's just being adaptable. And as you build your business, build your community, build your stuff, and the pug does like to say hello on the podcast every <laughs> once in a while. Um, you know, it, it, it gives you the ability to make the adjustments you need Absolutely. Or, or even open the door to something even better. Maybe you had this great idea, but it's really opening up over here. That's even crazier and better and, you know, going to work out more. Absolutely. Awesome, my friend. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. And for all of you listening here, listen to this episode, share it with a man that you know, and let us know what you thought. I look at all the comments. I listen to all the um, everything that is sent to me on the thing. And until next time, have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to the 150K Podcast. Remember, your dreams become reality when you take action on them. Feel free to reach out with any questions on Instagram at 150K Podcast. And until next time, keep pushing. You're worth it.